When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. So, Leslie, did you know that the typical household spends 1500 bucks a year on energy bills? And if you're writing checks this weekend, you sure do know. But Uncle Sam can help you shave up to 450 bucks off your energy costs. So gather up your energy bills and hit MoneyPit.com. Click on Ideas and Tips, then click Estimators and Calculators, and use the Energy Star Home Energy Yardstick to save some bucks on your house. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now. 888-MONEY-PIT. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Do you own a new home? Do you own an old home? Do you own a condo? Are you a renter? No matter what kind of house you live in, whether you own it or not, you've got to have a home improvement question for us. 1-888-MONEYPIT, because we're all dealing with the same things. We're dealing with the squeaky floors. We're dealing with the leaky roofs. We're dealing with the leaky plumbing. We're dealing with the noisy toilets. What are you dealing with? Call us right now. Let's talk about how to solve your home improvement question. 1-888-MONEYPIT. Well, coming up on this hour of the program, if it looks like a hardwood floor and feels like a hardwood floor, is it really a wood floor? We're going to have some tips on how to get that wood look in any room of your house at a budget price. Well, also this hour, there aren't too many of these houses with wood gutters around anymore, but if yours is one of them, we're going to tell you why you need to give them a little extra TLC. And did you know that there is one place in your house where the temperature will drop 25 degrees if you open the door? We'll tell you exactly where that is and how to keep the energy inside. And we're giving away a Wobble Light Junior worth 60 bucks this hour, so call us now at 1-888-MONEYPIT for your chance to win. Yeah, it's pretty cool you know you can you can set this up in your workshop area and you can knock it down and it just pops right back up again <laughs> if you accidentally back into it you're going to still stay lit in the area i need the wobble tool for other areas of my life <laughs> you know you knock the drink over it just comes back up <laughs> wobble cups wobble shoes for the <laughs> tripping prone all sorts of things we're going to adapt this technology to onto a trend one eight 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 money pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four are your home improvement projects wobbling we can bring them back up give us a call right now. Leslie, who's first? Virginia in Wisconsin listens on WCLO. What's going on at your house? Well, I was wondering, I heard you guys' uh, show a few weeks ago, and uh-huh. you had mentioned something about um, putting bleach in the washing machine to yeah. help it clean it out and mm-hmm. everything. 
And you didn't say how often you should do that. Um, I think about once every six months you want to run a load of uh, hot water through the washing machine with a lot of bleach because it does a really good job of sanitizing the plumbing system of the washing, all of the hoses, everything that circulates water through it. Because there have been cases where you find where people find fecal bacteria in the washing machine even in, 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 when it's used normally. So bleaching it is sort of a way to sanitize it, and it doesn't hurt the machine at all. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Virginia. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYBIT. Evan in Rhode Island, come on down. What can we do for you? Hey, I wanted to ask a question in regards to rejoining my wood floors. And I wanted to know, what would be the most durable finish I could put on that? Yeah, I would say it's an oil-based polyurethane, not water-based polyurethane. Uh, if you're doing this yourself... The product that you can buy, uh, you know, you're going to buy a product like Minwax, for example, which is pretty good stuff. It's not as good as the stuff the pros use, which they generally mix up and sort of cures in place, That the kind of stuff that you might see on a gymnasium floor. It's almost even like a resin coating. Yeah, but that's, that's, um, that's way um, over and above the ability of the average homeowner to put down. So I would say that what you should do is use a good quality oil-based polyurethane. I do not recommend water-based polyurethane for floors. Great for furniture, but lousy for anything that needs some sort of abrasion resistance. How bad are your floors right now, Evan? Uh, do you have to take it all the way down to raw wood, or are you just trying to refinish it a bit? Um, I would like to take them all the way down. All right, so then what you're going to do is you're going to have to have the floor sanded, professionally sanded. Don't recommend you do that yourself. And then the next thing that you're going to want to do is use a sanding sealer on there, assuming you want it to be clear. And then probably two to three coats of oil-based polyurethane on top of that. And by the way, the best way to apply that is with a lamb's wool applicator. It basically gets mopped on with a lamb's wool pad attached to uh, a standard painting sort of roller extension handle. And you start in one end and work your way out. And let it dry well. Yep, exactly. Thomas in Washington listens on KZXR. What's going on with your water heater? Uh, I'm looking at replacing my. I have an electric, an older electric hot water tank, and I'm looking at replacing it uh, with either the instant hot water heaters or go with a uh, propane-fired uh, hot water heater. My question is, um, what is the what is the most economical benefit? Are you going with an instant hot uh, water heater? or with, go with the natural gas uh, propane type. Well, if you go with an on-demand hot water heater, which is what you're talking about with the instant, um, would you still continue to use electric? Uh, most likely, yes. Well, then I would say no, because um, tankless electric water heaters are available, but the efficiency just doesn't work out because it requires so much electricity to be able to supply that instant hot water that they're probably not cost-effective. Um, what I think you want to do is a com combination of the technologies here is that you would use a, uh, a, a tankless water heater, but you would use one that's propane-fired, not electric, because the electric won't be efficient, but the propane would be. So your choices are either to go with a standard electric water heater, which the best way to make that efficient is to put it on a, on a timer so that it only runs a few hours a day. You could put it on a 240-volt timer. That would be the least expensive. Or if you're going to be in your house for a long time and you want to make a good energy-saving improvement, you can go with a tankless water heater, but it has to be um, fired by propane, not electric, because it just wouldn't be efficient as an electric water heater. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Patton, Illinois listens on WYLL, and we can hear your venting all the way from here. What's going on at your house? Well, I have a clothes dryer in a townhome, and the, the vent goes all the way through the garage and up and over the garage door. And it seems to either not be venting, the, the, the vent must not be working properly because it's kind of blown uh, several motors on the, 
on the dryer before. And I need help to figure out what can we do. Is there an alternative that we could use to um, to to vent the clothes dryer? You know, Pat, I had this exact problem in a townhouse that I own. the The dryer vent went uh, was sort of, the dryer was sort of in the middle of the of the unit, and it went up into an attic space, and then a long way across. The uh, on its way to the outside, and then poked down and out, and it, did, it took a long time to dry the clothes, uh, and also the the vent got very dirty. And you're right, the dryer vent motors are not designed to push that warm air that far, and that's why it's under a lot of stress. The only suggestions that I would have would be to see if there's any shorter way out of this. Now, are you uh, is this dryer on the second floor of your townhouse? No, it's on the first floor. And right now, does the dryer vent go all the way up into the attic? No, it goes because it's uh, it is a two story uh, townhome. Right. But it just goes over only one story. It doesn't go up to two levels to an attic. Yeah, the question is: Is there any shorter way to get that out? Well, I was just wondering: Could we perhaps redirect it through the uh, through the garage with a larger vent? And the other thing is, is the vent that's going out right now a flex duct vent, or is it, a, is it a hard duct? It's a hard duct that goes through the wall because it's in the wall. Is it being connected by a flex duct on the way there? It's being connected by a flex duct, yes. Yeah, you know, that's part of the problem because there's a lot of resistance with a flex duct. All of those coils add, slow down the, the speed of the air as it moves through. Even so though it's were, such a short distance? Well, no, the flex the flex duct is going from the dryer all the way to the place where it goes through the wall. And see, but it's right there at the, um, the oh, dryer. Oh, you mean right at the dryer itself? At, right at the point. And, of course, there's more flex duct than is needed. Well, that could be part of your problem, too. You want to have as little of that as possible. But when it gets into the wall, are you sure it's hard ducted all the way up through the wall and out? It has to be hard ducted because it's um, metal. and it's, Have you ever cleaned the duct? We've had, it, we've had it cleaned before, you know, with the vent cleaners where it's been sucked out and blown out. And, and sometimes there's a water buildup, a, a compensation buildup. Yeah, basically the solution here is you've got a bad design to begin with. If there's any way to get it out of the house any any, sh- any shorter distance, even if it goes up through, it may be even, even better to go up through the second floor and out through the roof than it is to make that turn, because every time you make a turn, it adds a lot of resistance to it. Um, making the duct, uh, enlarging the duct to a wider duct, again, that's hard metal as opposed to flex duct, would also help move the air through. Or the other thing that you could consider doing is putting in a, a booster fan in between. It may be possible to have an HVAC contractor um, install a booster fan that's used for airflow when you want to increase airflow on an HVAC system, and that might speed up uh, the uh, the flow out through the duct system. Now, if you do that, it would have to be wired somehow into the dryer so it only came on when the dryer was on. Thank you so very much. I will take your counsel under advice. Thank you, Pat. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. All right, Money Pit listeners, full in the throes of the holiday season. Maybe you've got too many things on your list, and maybe one of them is a home improvement project. Well, you are not alone, my friends. You can call us anytime here at the Money Pit, 24-7, 365 days a year, even at the busiest time. You know, you can call us at 888-MONEY-PIT, so do it now. 888-666-3974. When something that looks like wood and feels like wood is not really wood, when is that? Well, it's when it's a laminate. We've been calling laminate floors the great pretender because of how closely they mimic the natural counterpart. Up next, we're going to get a close look at getting the look of wood at a very budget price. So stay with us. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. 
Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer, too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash universal home. Is dryness a problem in your home? Especially in winter months, dry air can make skin itchy. Make your throat and nose dry. I can't talk! And don't forget about static shock. It also causes walls, hardwood floors, and home furnishings to become dry and cracked. Put an end to dry air problems with an April Air Automatic Humidifier, the best cure for indoor air dryness. Never too dry, never too moist. Just the optimum amount of humidity based on outdoor temperatures. Protect your health, your comfort, and your furnishings by putting an end to dry air with whole home humidification from April Air. Now doesn't that feel better? (sighs) April Air. Fresh ideas for indoor air. If tools are the way to your honey's heart, the trend this holiday is space-saving and multifunctionality. Anyone who hates clutter will appreciate the Imix Multi-Tool. This bionic wrench features 34 full-size tools in a compact package. And the Portamate PM7000 Miter Saw Work Center takes multifunctionality to the next level. A quick-release feature allows for the interchangeability of all types of power tools. AOL Home Improvement Editor for Real Estate and co-host of The Money Pit, Tom Kreitler, says there are some great gifts out there for the Mr. or Ms. Fix-It in your life. Home improvement gifts are some of the season's most popular. And from the workshop to the kitchen, there's something for everyone on your list. Crankler says that kitchen cleanup might get easier this holiday season if you consider the new Insincorator Evolution XL Food Waste Disposer. It grinds the tough stuff but is quieter than other disposers. Visit MoneyPit.com for more. I'm John Dridden. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Where our advice is, you don't have to cry over spilled milk, but you could cry over spilled paint. However, if you spill that paint on your laminate floor, you have nothing to worry about <laughs> because it can clean up. Leslie's like, how are you going to go into the I'm floor like, thing how do you get from floor? the paint floor? I know this because I actually did spill paint once on a laminate floor, and it wasn't pretty. I really learned about the stain. Like uh, a lot of paint or like, oh, a little Oh, bit. no. It was a lot of paint. It wasn't actually me. It was my darling son. And he knocked it over on top of a staircase, and it rolled all the way down the stairs, and it got onto the floor. (laughs) The good news was it came off the laminate floor pretty easy. The bad news is we needed a lot more work to get it off the wood staircase. (laughs) 
<laughs> you got to love those kids. Aye, aye, aye. Well, laminates are good for a whole host of other reasons, whether it's paint damage or water damage. You know, when we got this house, had carpeting in the basement, I thought it was cozy and nice. Tom always said, you will rue the day if you do not take that carpeting out. And I was like, eh, I know what I'm doing. I like it. It makes my feet <laughs> I'm feel a home good. improvement expert. I know what I'm doing. I'm a home improvement expert, in case you didn't know. Well, of course, <laughs> I called Tom at midnight when I discovered the flood situation in our basement. My husband and I pulled up all of that carpeting, but now we have a beautiful laminate floor down in our basement, and it's gorgeous. It's durable. You cannot mess it up. It's easy to clean, and we love it. And I cannot tell you how happy we are to have it in our home. And I'll tell you, laminate flooring has come so far, and the colors and the patterns and the options, you really can't tell it's not really what it's portraying. And you can really just get any look that you want. So it's a good option for anywhere in the house. Yeah, and I didn't even tell you I told you so. I was thinking it. <laughs> I think it, you but did. I, I was thinking it, but I didn't tell you. Um, I think you did. <laughs> well, you know, if you want to mimic the look and the texture of natural materials like hardwood, stone, or ceramic, if you prefer a visual that's only possible with modern print technology, vinyl flooring offers you the widest array of designs and colors in any one natural flooring category. Armstrong's got a new product. It's called Natural Fusion Luxury Vinyl. It not only tricks the experts with realistic looks and textures, but it brings affordable luxury into the house. They have one that sort of looks like, um, if you look at it fully installed in a photo, it looks like carpeting. It's sort of like this plushy, cushy texture look, and then there's almost like a little leaf pattern to it. It's gorgeous. It's like the flooring. Flooring's getting so much smarter. If you want some help on how to pick the right flooring, they've got a great flooring guide online at armstrong.com. Just click on the complete guide to flooring. All right. Well, if you give us a call right now at one eight 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 Money Pit, if we answer your home improvement or your home repair question on the air, you could win a fantastic prize. It's the Wobble Light Junior, and true to its name, it wobbles, but it will not fall down. I don't know why I need this, but I love it. If I knock things over because I knock myself over all the time, then I could use things that will right themselves. Its bulb is shock resistant with a shatterproof dome, so you don't have to worry about it breaking. It's even got a built-in outlet, so you can plug in tools or several strings of lights of things together. So it's excellent. You're not going to lose an outlet by plugging it in. Super prize. So call in now. one money pit 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's next? Carolyn Minnesota, what's on your mind? Well, what's firstly on my mind is that I want to tell you I certainly enjoy your program because I've been recently widowed and I'm raising a family by myself and there's so many things I need to learn about home maintenance well, thank that you so I much. didn't know before. However, what I'd like to do is to convert a tuck-under garage area into a room that can uh, hold a swim spa without ruining the rest of my home. Okay. And right now the walls are mostly sheetrock. They haven't been taped or mudded or painted. Um, and then there's some concrete areas also. Okay, let me ask you a question, Carol. When you say a swim spa, do you mean one of those big pools for exercising that where, the, where it has like sort of a like tide? Like a strong current? Exactly. Okay. Whenever you put a, um, a, a spa or a pool in an enclosed area like a garage or really any room, uh, not only do you have to be concerned about the materials around it because of the corrosive effects of, of the chlorine, you also need to be mindful of the humidity issues. And so probably what you're going to need is some sort of humidity control in that area so that it doesn't uh, get so overwhelming that it grows into a mold problem. Uh, the other thing is, Leslie, I think starting with those walls, um, we, 
probably sheetrock is not the material to use here. Yeah, I don't know if you want to use the existing sheetrock only because you're dealing with a paper product and you're dealing with a huge source of moisture, which is your swim spa. And that's going to love that drywall. It's going to eat everything and you're going to get mold growing in there before you even know it, no matter what you do with the moisture situation. So you can either do two things, replace that with a different sort of sheetrock product called Dens Armor, and it's by Georgia Pacific. And that's made with a fiberglass face to be really moisture resistant, or you could go with a product that's called green board in the trade or it's known as a it's it's a drywall product that has a green facing on it rather than the traditional gray white and um, it's made to really withstand moisture great for basements great for bathrooms both good choices but definitely not your sheetrock that's in there now I think you really need to look into Dens Armor by Georgia Pacific because the difference between that and either standard drywall or moisture resistant drywall is that there's no paper face and paper is a mold food there's a website that you should look at Carol and it's called stopfeedingmold.com and in there you will see information on Dens Armor and why that's a perfect choice for a spa room where you're going to have a lot of moisture and humidity problems. You know, Leslie, I remember uh, about a year ago before my local health club went on, underwent a major renovation in the swimming area that uh, I went in there one day and spotted stachybotrys growing on the walls Ooh, that's bad. in the pool area. And, you know, you see the kids running all around it and stuff, and it's just a bad combination to have drywall next to a humidity condition like that. So there is nothing going to have to remove the old sheetrock and, or have the contractors do it? Well, I would recommend that you remove it. Uh, if you want to avoid some of the expense, you could put a second layer on top of it and put the Dens Armor on top of it. But in the best-case scenario, you're going to want to remove it. Dan in Illinois is on the line, and you've got an unwanted visitor in the house, possibly mold. How can we help you source it out? How do you know if you have mold in the house? Well, if it's in the refrigerator, it's generally easy. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do you suspect that you have mold? Is there anything going on, Dan? Uh, no, not really. Well, just, it's just an old precautionary? House. Yeah, it's an older house, and we just wanted to know if it had mold. My daughter has asthma. Okay, well, first of all, I can absolutely positively guarantee you that you have mold in your house. Okay. Because we all do. Mold is very prevalent in homes, but the, the, the thing is you want to take steps to reduce the uh, chance that it could grow into something that's very unhealthy. There's a couple of strains of mold that are getting, you know, fairly famous for the respiratory issues they call they cause. One is Stachybotrys, another is um, Penicillium, another is Aspergillus. Those are really kind of the top three that impact um, our health in the home. And generally, they're detectable at, at some stage in their, in their um, sort of metamorphosis. And if you see, for example, with drywall, and you see that it has like sort of dark greenish uh, growth on it, that's probably stachybotrys. Um, but if you're not seeing any, any evidence of mold, I kind of wouldn't tell you to go on a witch hunt for it. There are some things that you can do to avoid mold in the house. If you log on to moneypit.com, click on the AOL button. There's a link there to my blog on AOL. And one of the stories that's getting a lot of traffic this month is 10 tips for a mold-free house. You can check it out there and go to that by uh, logging on to moneypit.com. Dan, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. He's got nothing to do, so now he wants to look for the mold. Yeah, he's on a mold witch hunt. I know it's here somewhere. I'm going to find, find it. it. You know, I think if his daughter, if her asthma started getting worse, that's a good sign. If it got worse, that would be a good mold test? Well, because generally the mold is going to trigger... That would be sort of like the human mold test, don't well, you think? Well, if you're noticing that her symptoms are worse in certain areas of the house, it could be a sign that there's mold present. If you sense something musty, that's also a symbol, a sign. Or, or a if you go away and all the symptoms go away. That's true. Hmm, all things yeah. to check out. And thanks again for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
Well, here's an antique that you might still have hanging around your house. Wood gutters, they're a rarity these days, but if your home does have them, they might require a little extra attention, just like the other pieces of wood around the outside of your house. We'll give you some tips to cover them all after this. You live in a money pit. AARP is proud to sponsor the Money Pit. Visit www.aarp.org slash universal home to learn more about making your home more functional and comfortable for years to come. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Don't look now, but your home improvement project just got easier. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. So with all of these new homes being built and these new constructions, you're not seeing too many wood gutters left around these days. But if your home is an older home and it does have them, you need to know that they take a little extra tender love and care. Wood gutters need to be resealed every two years. And be sure to do this during the dry season because nothing's going to work with wet wood. The first step is to make sure you give them a good sanding, then follow it up with an application of a wood preservative and finish with two coats of asphalt aluminum roof paint. And you will stand up to all of the wettest weather, but do it again two years later and keep them in tip-top shape. Yeah, that asphalt uh, aluminum paint is really good stuff. And of course, that only goes on the inside of the gutter, not on the outside of the gutter. But it will actually reflect a lot of the UV degradation that causes them to break down. And it works well also on flat roofs, too. If you have a flat roof, always good to put an aluminum paint on that because it reflects that sun back out and stops it from deteriorating the roofing material. 1-888-MONEYBIT, 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's next? Jeff in Connecticut, how can we help you today at the Money Pit? Hi, I was listening to the show a little while back, and we were talking about April Air products and, and filters for the furnace, mentioning about how the, some people have the smaller one-inch filters. I have a, my filter is a 5 inches by 20 by 20, and it's an accordion style. I was wondering if for the filter like that, should I still look into the electronic air cleaner? The benefit of what these electronic air cleaners, particularly the one from April Air, does is that it gets mounted to your furnace, and what it does is it sends a positive charge into the air. So any particle, even as tiny as a microscopic bacteria or a virus or an allergen or smoke or food odor or pet dander, something so tiny that you don't even see, becomes positively charged. And then their register, which is, I think, 6 inches by 72 feet, this thing is enormous, but it's accordion style, is negatively charged. So it sort of sucks in all those particles and then does not release it back into the air. So it's constantly cleaning the air as the air goes through the ductwork. So it does make a lot of sense to add something like this, especially when you consider the addition of the product is anywhere between $700 to $1,000 installed. And then you just change that filter out once a year. You're going to get everything out of the air with something like that. Jeff, I'll tell you, I had the exact filter that you're talking about. I had an accordion-style filter like that, and then I switched it out to the April Air Model 5000. Not only was the air cleaner to breathe, I noticed an immediate change in the amount of dust in the house. So I think the electronic technology does definitely contribute towards the efficiency of the filter system. And if you have any concerns about dust or the respiratory um, risks of you know living in a house with those sorts of allergens. Some people have, you know, allergy symptoms and things of this nature. Uh, it's definitely a good investment. You know, Consumer Reports uh, rated the uh, Model 5000 by April Air tops for the last three years. So it's a good unit and uh, definitely made a big uh, difference in our family. Jeff, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Jerry in California's got a tiling project and how can we help? Uh, yes, I would like to know if I can possibly tile over Formica vanity tops in 
two bathrooms. Well, what's the condition of the Formica? Is it all in good shape? Do you have it's a lot of crap? It's all in very good shape. Well, I think as long as... You, the only problem is because the Formica is such a smooth surface, you might find that the adhesive or the mastic, whatever you're using to adhere the tile, might slip a little bit. So what you want to do is take sanding, you know, a, a, a gritty sandpaper and sand and scratch up that surface just so you're giving it a little bit more texture for your adhesive to stick to. And then you can go right ahead and tile right over it. Good. Yeah, no, it's a great solid base. Now, once you tile over it, you want to be careful about the grout that you put in there. You might want to think about using an epoxy grout, or if you use a uh, sand grout, then what you're going to have to do is seal it. You can use a silicone sealer on that, okay? Well, thank you so much. Tom in Illinois is wondering, should he wax a no-wax floor? Hmm, let's get to the bottom of that. How can we help? I put down a uh, laminate oak floor. It says no-wax. Should it be waxed? Or do we just go with it like it is? Uh, this is a laminate floor, Tom? Yes, it is. Absolutely not. Don't have to wax it at all. That stuff's indestructible. Oh, yeah. okay. With laminate floor, all you have to do is damp mop it, really. Damp mop, sweep, it'll be easy. Yep, it doesn't need any wax at all. It's very, very durable stuff. All right, thank you. You're welcome, Tom. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. All right, Tom. Well, there's one place in your house where the temperature can drop 25 degrees when you open the door. It's a big energy waster. And up next, we're going to tell you where that door is so you don't open it. The walls in your home hold memories, hopes, dreams, and quite possibly mold. You see, traditional drywall has paper on both sides, which combined with moisture can allow conditions that cause mold. That's why more people are insisting on a new paperless drywall called Dens Armor from Georgia Pacific. Unlike conventional paper face drywall, Dens Armor has glass mat facings on both sides. And no paper on the surface means one less place for mold to get started. It's that simple and that revolutionary. If you eliminate the paper, you reduce the chances for mold. If you're building a remodeling, Stop feeding mold by using Dens Armor. To find out more, go to stopfeedingmold.com or ask about it at your local building supply retailer. Table saw. 18 volt drill driver. Eight piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash universal home. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash universal home. For the home improvement enthusiast who has everything except the power to turn back time, here's a gift that will restore used tools to their former glory. The Drill Doctor 350X restores drill bits to factory sharp condition in less than a minute. The Black & Decker Handy Saw helps save precious time and effort. 
Think of it as grab-and-go cutting. It's lightweight and makes quick cuts into wood and metal. Because it's cordless, you can take it anywhere, even prune tree branches. Tom Kreitler, AOL Home Improvement Editor for Real Estate, says that tools might be a great go-to gift this season. For the home improvement enthusiasts in your life, nothing beats tools as a holiday gift. And the best part is that there's a tool or gadget for just about every budget. For more on practical gift ideas for any level of home improver, visit MoneyPit.com. I'm John Dridden. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Making good homes better. It's a great hour. It's a great idea. We want to talk about your home improvement project because this is the place where work and fun meet. Okay, so every time you open your oven door to peek at the food as it's cooking, your temperature in the oven drops 25 degrees. So to save energy and ensure consistent cooking times and temperatures, you want to avoid those sneak peeks. But it's so much fun to look in there and see what's going on. And just turning on the light doesn't do the same thing. It'll make you less hungry, too. You know, you won't be wanting to eat and munch because the food's not ready quite yet. You'll be smelling all that good stuff cooking. So leave the door closed, use the light, and forget dropping the 25 degrees, which, by the way, means that if it's an electric oven or a gas oven, the burners have to come back on and put out more energy to bring that temperature back up. And it's just going to take longer to cook everything. You know you're making a big meal coming up for the holiday, so leave that oven closed, even though I know you want to taste everything. Just don't do it. All right. Well, some radio shows think that you should pay to download podcasts. Not we us. here at Team Money Pit, in the spirit of the holidays, nah, kidding, all year long, we think our podcast should be just like our radio show, free, free, free. So help yourself to our entire library of Money Pit podcasts. You can even search by topic. Just hit MoneyPit.com. It's our holiday gift to you. Sink and go at MoneyPit.com, 888-666-3974. If you call that number right now, you'll get the answer to your home improvement question and a chance at winning a great prize. It's the Wobble Light Junior. Just like the toy you remember from your childhood, it will wobble, but it won't fall down. It's perfect for work areas or people that sort of wobble as they work, like Leslie and I. prone areas. <laughs> That's right. Injury-prone people. Working on boats. Hey, that's a good point, too, working on boats or having actually for your boat. If you're a winter boater, perhaps this will be a good prize for you. If you call us right now, we'll throw your name in the Money Pit hard hat to win the $60 Wobble Light Junior. Leslie, who's our next caller? As if the weather wasn't hot enough in Florida, Russell is looking to add radiant heat. How can we help? Well, my wife is a sissy, and we're about to redo our bathroom, and okay. she, was, she would like radiant heat. And I was warning you if it was a... An easy fix for a semi-handyman that can read, or is it something I should have somebody else do? No, it's, uh, well, it depends. Do you want to give your wife the floor or not? (laughs) Yes, I do. All right. Because it actually isn't that complicated. You know, there are um, electric um, radiant heating mats that can go under tile today. It almost looks are, like an electric blanket. It sort of yeah. rolls out and has all these sort of electric membranes through it. Mm-hmm. That are okay. easy to install, um, fairly inexpensive, surprisingly, to run if you use their circuitry on it because it basically maintains the temperature and, and doesn't use a lot of wattage. And you can put it on timers so it's, say, warm in the morning when you go in to uh, use that bathroom. You don't have to uh, expose your yourself to that terribly cold tile. It could be warm. <laughs> And or you know, or it could be on a you know, all that air up. conditioning in Florida really does a number. 
Yeah. Well, on we, one hand, they got the, the heat. The, the floor is heated up, and the air conditioning is cooling the air down at the same time. What's wrong with that picture? That's like turning your heat on and leaving the windows open. We have radiant heat in one room in our house from the ceiling, though, and it works like a dream. It's in the kids' toy room. Right. So that's why we got the idea, or my wife got the idea, and she's from Wisconsin too, and she's in Florida and wants radiant heat. Well, why don't you just give her a sponge and a bucket and let her go in that room and bathe? <laughs> I will work on that. I'll try that that approach. Okay. Yeah, don't ask her that. Help you guys. I really appreciate right. it. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. You're going to get Russell in trouble, Tom. I think so. <laughs> Angela in Utah, you're next on the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Yes, ma'am. I was just calling to find out if it's basically worth the money to get a tankless water heater. Well, what type of system do you have right now? Is it gas? Is it electric? Electric. And do you have the ability to go gas or to go propane? No, no. I don't want to go gas or propane. Okay. Well, then you uh, you have to rule out a tankless water heater because um, they're, they're, they may be available electric, but they're certainly not very efficient. What I would recommend, because right now you have an electric water heater, you should install a 240-volt timer on that water heater. And what that can be done is set it so that the water heater only comes on for a few hours in the evening and a few hours in the morning, and just the water will just stay hot in between. Also, put a water heater blanket on there. Tankless water heaters are fabulous if you have a natural gas uh, hookup for your house, but they're not efficient when it comes to electric. Okay, so if I wanted to do that, I would have to hook up the gas lines and everything else. Yeah, well, and it's you going know, to keep your cost down overall anyway, oh, just switching over to gas, will. because electric is so expensive, regardless of what the price of natural heating is. Yeah, and I'll tell you, in my, in my area, I had my house was on oil for uh, many years, and then we decided to abandon the oil tank. And I was surprised, and I found out that the gas company was more than happy to run a gas line to my house and put in a meter at no cost, as long as I agreed to hook up one gas appliance, which... The, w- the thing we started with was a gas grill, and then we added on uh, from there. So as long as you agree to put a gas appliance in, you may have the installation done at little or no cost. If you have gas, a tankless water heater is a fabulous thing to do because although it is more expensive to purchase and install, it's far, far, far more efficient to use. You'll save a lot of money over time. In fact, there's a good website, uh, foreverhotwater.com, that has a comparison meter there where you can put in your local zip code and it'll tell you exactly how much gas you'll save over the life of the unit. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome, Angela. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Naomi in Illinois is feeling the chill. What's going on with your furnace? Well, I wondered how you go about getting a proper furnace clean. Well, that's a good question. And first of all, getting a furnace clean is a very important thing to do and many people don't do it. They um, wrongly assume that if you turn your furnace on and it puts out heat, that it's doing so efficiently and safely, and it may not be the case. So to get your furnace clean, obviously it's a job that requires the uh, skills of an HVAC contractor. First of all, they're going to clean the burners because gas burns dirty, just like any other fossil fuel, like, you know, your car needs to tune up, your furnace needs to tune up. So they're going to clean the burners, they're going to adjust the airflow to get just the right flame. They're going to inspect the heat exchanger, and that's very important because the heat exchanger in your furnace is what keeps the combustion air separate from the house air. And if you have a crack in the heat exchanger or you have a rust out in the heat exchanger, then you could have a mix of combustion air with the uh, house air, and that's a problem because that could lead to a carbon monoxide situation. Oh. 
And then lastly, they're going to check the draft to make sure that there's no obstructions in the draft. And that means that all the gas is going up through the furnace and out through the vent pipe or the chimney, and it's going up through your roof and away. So those are basically what's involved. They're also cleaning out the, the blower compartment, replace the filters, and so on. That's generally what's involved in Tom, is that cleaning. not something that's done when you get your heating provider to come in and service the whole system? Well, yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about, you right, know, right. getting the whole system serviced. But those, I think uh, Naomi was asking what's involved and what are the steps and what should be covered. And those are basically the elements. They'll also be checking gas lines for leaks uh, if it's a gas system. So that's everything that's touched, and that's why it's a job for a pro. Definitely a job that should be done once a year uh, in, the, in the fall and winter because just because your heat comes on doesn't mean it's operating safely, and if it's not operating efficiently, you could be wasting gas, or it could be very unsafe and it could hurt you. And also, Naomi, you should look into who your heating provider is and call them up because generally they'll offer you a service plan, which will be, you know, a couple of hundred dollars, usually in the two to three hundred dollar range, and then that covers pretty much any repairs. So generally, if you didn't have a service plan and you invited them in to come in and service the furnace for the season, they're going to charge you to walk in the door, they're going to charge you for any parts that might be required, but with this, you know, fee that you pay for the service charge, they'll come in, they'll fix everything. You know, we had something similar happen with the motor on our furnace, and they replaced it three times, which would have cost us thousands of dollars, but it only cost us 200 bucks. Okay, that's wonderful. Naomi, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. So you call, we listen, and cleaning questions are right up there with some of the most popular questions we get here each week. After the break, we're going to answer not one, but two cleaning questions about bathroom tile and concrete pavers, so stick around. You live in a money pit! This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by Dense Armor Plus, the revolutionary paperless drywall from Georgia Pacific. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show where you can call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT or you can jump onto our website at moneypit.com and click on Ask Tom and Leslie. For all of those shy people out there that don't want to pick up the phone, you can send us an email. Get lots of emails every single week. We get to answer them here on the program. We get to answer them on AOL and my blog there. You can check that out in the real estate section. But right now, let's jump into some of these answers for the emailers this week. Leslie, who do we got? All right, first one's from James in Sacramento, California, who writes, How can I clean the white tile in the shower on the floor beneath the shower head? The tile seems to turn a little bit darker in that area. Please help. Hmm. I wonder if he's saying the tile itself or the grout, because a lot of times you get that, like, pinkish residue that's just like water stains. Well, or, yeah, right, or mineral salt deposits, and something like um, CLR works really well for that, calcium, And that would rust. get out just about anything. Right. If it's the grout itself that's getting... Um, dark and disgusting, um, you can use a grout cleaner or a grout stripper. And if you use the grout cleaner, that's sort of mild. The grout stripper is a little more aggressive. And the last thing you do after you get it clean, though, is use the grout sealer so it doesn't come back. So there's a couple of ways to clean that up. All right, now we've got one from Mary Jo in Santa Rosa, California, who writes, I recently had a new patio installed. It's created from tumbled slate stone concrete pavers. And before we could get it sealed, we've got a ginkgo tree in the yard. It produces a lot of fruit, and some of the fruits have stained the Pavers. I can't get it out using household cleaning products. What can I do? Uh, that fruit that rots on it can really do a number on it. I don't know. What do you think? I think TSP is probably your best bet. That really gets out a lot of stuff that gets sucked into concrete. Really give it a try. Use a wire brush. Make a paste. Let it sit on there. And then scrub it out. Use some elbow grease. And why not try a power washer? And lastly, we've got an email from Lori in Eagle River, Alaska. She says, my problem is condensation in all the windows in colder months. 
My home is a five-star energy-rated home. I use gas heat to cook. I would say, Lori, what's probably going on is you've got too much humidity in that house, and because it is so super insulated, it's probably not ventilated properly. Two things. Number one, a whole house dehumidifier will work great. Uh, you can check out the one at AprilAir.com. It's been rated tops. Works great. Uh, and the second thing is you might want to ask your HVAC contractor about an air-to-air heat exchanger. An air-to-air heat exchanger will take out the stale, damp air in your house and replace it with clean, dry air from the outside. So it's time for that makeover of your house, but you're feeling like you are stuck with a tired interior design, or perhaps you're a tired interior designer. <laughs> Regardless, Leslie has some tips in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. I think one begets the other. If you've got if you've got tired interior design, you become one tired interior designer. All right, well, to wake yourself up and to wake up your living areas in your house without exhausting your budget, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars to give them a new look. Simple changes like new throw pillows or textural throws in luxury and inviting colors can really update a room. If you switch around your family photos, switch the frames that they're in, that can really update the look. Just go from silver to gold and keep both on hand and change them around. Why not trying to mix and match your decorative objects that are throughout the house? It helps to keep the look of every room in the house fresh. Plus, you like it in one room, chances are you're going to like it in another. And even think about a different furniture arrangement. It can add new life, new flow, new zenness to your room. So think about it. Move things around. Leave through those interior design magazines or catalogs. Clip out those pages that you like and then use them for your ideas and your inspiration. Great ideas, great inspiration. That's what we do right here on the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show every single week. Well, right now, we know that you guys are probably reeling from the piling up holiday bills. You're in the holiday spirit and buying lots of stuff and trying to wonder how you can pay all those credit card bills that are going to pile up at the end of the year. Next week on the program, we're going to give you a few tricks of the trade to help shave some money off of the energy bills. And we think that if you do that, there'll be our contribution for you to help pay your holiday bills. You like the way that works? <laughs> You're going to need every cent you can. That's right. There's always a home improvement theme that we can help you with one way or the other. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.